I've been sitting in this house forever. Ursha, that doesn't sound that awful. I like being in my apartment. My husband tries to get me to leave, and I say, nope. (laughs) Every once in a while, Nick's like, you know, you could do a Target run or something. And I was like, why? I I have everything I need. If I need something, I have Amazon. So... (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. It's It's not too bad. Every once in a while, Nick will get home from work, and I'll say hi, and I'll be like, hey, how's it going? And realize that I did not use my voice at all during the day. I'm like, oh, gosh, I need to talk to people. (laughs) Hello, everyone, and welcome to the same page. If you don't already know me, I'm your host, Jenna Clausen, lover of books, sympathizer of book-to-movie adaptations, and owner of an embarrassingly long TBR list. Each month, I'll be bringing on a bookish friend or two to discuss some of our current and favorite books, as well as a few recent binge-watches, and to share in a buddy read. Grab a drink, join the discussion, and let's find out if we're on the same page. My guest today is my friend Sabrina, although if you're on Bookstagram, you may know her better as Traveling the Pages. In addition to her almost two years and 5,000 followers there, Sabrina is also the queen of Instagram book clubs. She helps out with Thrillers by the Book Club, which, as the name implies, discusses thrillers each month, as well as hosting and running the Literally Shelved Book Club, which each month leads discussions on books from nearly a dozen genres. You can find all of her social media information, as well as where to follow her, down in the show notes. And with that, let's jump on into the episode. On that note, thank you for coming and being awkward and doing this weird thing with me. I'm excited to have you. Yay. (laughs) (laughs) So we can go ahead and get started. Like I said, I usually start with a what are we drinking bit. I will go first, I suppose. (laughs) I have an iced matcha uh, latte. I didn't have enough oat milk, though, so I had to make it with almond milk, which isn't quite as much fun. What is oat milk? That's basically what it sounds like. If you can make milk with almonds, you can make it with oats. That's weird. Yeah. It's one of... Nick and I, it's one of our favorite milk substitutes, and it's supposedly the best one for sustainability and whatnot, who knows if they're going to change their minds on that in the next <laughs> year or two. Uh, I bet they do. But at least right now, that's what they're saying, is that it's the most sustainable milk substitute. So we tried it, and it's tasty, so we just kind of stuck with it. But I have almond milk left over from baking, because uh, mm. it, I don't know if it's a texture thing, because it's a little bit creamier than oat milk, but it just seems to, the cookies turn out nicer. So I had to use that. Your turn. What are you drinking? I'm drinking a watermelon by... I don't know how to pronounce it. I've never had this before. It's pretty tasty. But it's just like an iced tea type thing, you said? I guess. Let's see. It's <laughs> an antioxidant infusion. Sounds With very no fancy. artificial sweeteners. Apparently it's healthy. I don't do a lot of healthy stuff, so I don't know. He's good. That's all I care about. <laughs> I don't do a lot of healthy. <laughs> no. No. I'm trying. I'm doing my best. I suck at health. I don't eat vegetables. I eat fruit. I like fruit. I don't like vegetables. You can't pay me enough money to eat a carrot, so. I have blueberries. Feeling real, feeling real healthy today. Uh, before we started recording, I was complaining that my husband ate all the grapes. <laughs> it was a heated discussion. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'm trying to, I'm trying to be good this year. Uh, we were doing so well with our health kick and our, we're going to be vegan a couple days a week and we're going to have fruits and veggies in the house for when we want snacks and things like that. That sounds hard. And then the pandemic happened and it was just so easy to pick up a Big Mac on your way home. (laughs) And (laughs) and it's so much easier. I, I know. And now we're in the new year and all of this new year, new me crap that happens every year. And supposedly we may 
when we had to postpone our wedding last year, our like full actual wedding, uh, we postponed it to our year anniversary, mm-hmm. which is now in May. And oh, yeah. so supposedly we may or may not be having that still. And so I'm like, crap, now I have to go back to worrying about fitting into a wedding dress. <laughs> so it's blueberries and matcha for me for a while. <laughs> no, thanks to help. I like matcha tea, but I don't like healthy. Mm. Me too. I want to get a better one. This is like a, so it's a sweet matcha powder that my husband got at Whole Foods. Mm-hmm. And it's pretty good, but it's sweeter than I need. I feel like I, like I would rather get the... an actual, like, good matcha and then sweeten it myself if I have to. There, um, I have one that I don't remember the name of, but it's like an unsweetened powder, and you can add however much sweetener you need to it, and it's pretty good. Yeah. Whenever I remember what the name is, I will let you know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, as soon as uh, the warmer weather comes around again, the matcha lattes are basically my go-to caffeine. So I'm gonna I'm gonna need to get some eventually. I used my last bit today. Oh, I did like shake out the last bit from the bag. <laughs> it's very sad. It's like it's like little orphan Oliver. Like, please I want some more. <laughs> oh my gosh. Uh, Welcome to how my brain works. If any of this makes it into the final cut, uh, for reference, <laughs> this is the first time we've talked to each other in real time ever. Because uh, the other times it's all been like messaging over Instagram. And so I, she's learning how awkward I am when I don't get very much sleep. <laughs> <laughs> you're, but more, anyway. you're less awkward than I am, so you know, that's a plus. <laughs> about that (laughs) we'll take what we can get i'll make nick listen to the episode and i'll be like you decide (laughs) who's more awkward jenna or sabrina (laughs) (laughs) let us know in the comments we'll put a poll up in the uh instagram stories (laughs) see see who they vote for oh but anyway i suppose we're not here to talk about matcha or awkward human beings it's for funny content though It does. I'm sure we have a cold open in there somewhere. Probably. Super exciting for me. Future editing Jenna is very excited. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But we are here to talk about books. So I brought you on for a couple of reasons. And I've been talking about not being quite sure what the show is going to look like moving forward. Uh, Once Dana had to drop out because of just scheduling issues and whatnot, uh, I was having to kind of figure out what this new version of the show would look like without him. And I think what we have decided, I say we, me and the mouse in my pocket, I guess. (laughs) I (laughs) I think what we have decided is we are going to bring on guest hosts for two episodes at a time. So for two weeks in a row, I will have the same bookish friend. And we are going to first get to know them a little bit, talk about favorite books, favorite genres, all that good stuff. And then the second episode will be a book discussion. And for the most part, I'm going to make the guests choose the book. I don't know if you feel a little bit gypped or if you got off easy, but you didn't have to choose the book. <laughs> um, and I got coerced into being act- into the book. <laughs> it's true. And I'll, I'll force her back on again unless she has a terrible time and make her choose a book later. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> but, but part of the reason I literally had to spend a week trying to talk her into doing this with me is because of this first book is actually was my January pick months ago uh, when we were still thinking that it was going to be Dana and I. I chose this book in probably October and said, hey, this is the book we're going to read in January because I need an excuse to finally read it. (laughs) And so this next week, we are going to be discussing A Court of Thorns and Roses 
by Sarah J. Mass. I, I believe it's Mass. I, again, I was telling Sabrina before we started, I listened to a couple of interviews and her getting introduced at events and things this morning on YouTube. And the ones that I found all pronounced her last name Mass instead of Moss. And none of them got corrected, so I think that's right. Uh, but I could be wrong. It's entirely possible. But <laughs> but I coerced Sabrina because you are one of the two people that was shaming me the most <laughs> about having not read this book. <laughs> I say sorry, but I'm not actually sorry. So. Yeah, I was going to say, I do not believe that you are. <laughs> <laughs> For anyone not familiar, you must not be on the bookish side of the internet, because it is everywhere. This is the first book in a series that, basically scrolling through my bookish Instagram, just the feed, so just the feed of all of the pictures from all of the people that I follow, I can't get through five posts without at least one of them being about this series. And it was starting to drive me crazy. And Sabrina and one of our other friends were just like coming at me for not having read this book, basically. So I'm finally doing it. And because I was doing it on here and I no longer had someone to bug about reading it with me, I made Sabrina talk about it with me. <laughs> so, so that is part of why she's here. Uh, because she got guilted into it. <laughs> uh, and that is a bit about the book that we will be discussing next week. I will, closer to the end of the episode, go ahead and read the back cover and just go a little bit deeper into it, but we will leave most of that for next week. But do you want to... Oh, you looked so scared. <laughs> Your eyes got so wide. You're like, what? But What? <laughs> what? Um, do you want to introduce yourself at all? Uh, favorite genres? Do you have a favorite book? Do you listen to any bookish podcasts that you want to shout out? Why, why was I able to coerce you into doing this? I guess. Because I don't like feeling guilty, that's why. <laughs> <laughs> wow, now you're going to make me feel so bad. <laughs> um... Look what happened to my bottle. Okay. Oh no. <laughs> Fixed it. We're good. <laughs> um, let's see. You said favorite genre. My favorite genre is thrillers, which is surprising because you asked me to talk about a fantasy book, even though that is not my favorite genre. At it's all. not mine either. That's, that's part that's of why good. I needed an excuse to read this book. Because everyone's telling me I'll love it, and I know I will probably love it, but I don't read fantasy. So I, I needed like a kick in the pants to get me to finally pick this book up. But you're like a romance reader, right? Like you like to read a lot of romance. Yeah, there's a lot of romance yeah. in Akatar, 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 Oh yeah. For anyone, again, who is not aware of this book through the bookish side of the internet, uh, it is obviously a very long title and <laughs> is usually shortened to Akatar. Yeah, ah, See, I can't even say it correctly. So <laughs> <laughs> that was in one of the interviews that I listened to today too. Was her referring to it as that? I've always said Akatar in my head, but then she said it Akatar, and I was like, I guess that makes sense because it's a court instead of a court. I don't know. Oh, I guess I see. You pay a lot of attention to that, and I'm just like, oh, a Ako. <laughs> <laughs> No, I just, I had to do my research while I was laying in bed this morning. No, thanks. <laughs> no, thanks. So what have you been reading lately? Do you, or let's start with this. Did you have any favorite thrillers from 2020? That's an awful question to ask me. There's way too many. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's see. Let's All right, see. I'll sit Let back and at, you give your list. Let me look at my phone here. And we're just going to go down. Not really, but let's see. And one of them is The Guest List. Oh, I loved that one. Lucy Foley. I really like that book. That's my first book by her, and I really enjoyed it. I really liked You Are Not Alone by Greer Hendricks. And oh. um, 
who was the other person? Sarah Pekanin? Pekanin? I don't know. I don't know. But not a lot of people like that book. Not a lot of people like that one, but I liked it. I thought it was really good. Not as good as The Wife Between Us that they wrote. That was my first Mm. book by them, and that one is my favorite. The Prize Girl. I have You Are Not Alone on audio, but Mm -hmm. I haven't listened to it yet. A lot of people said it was good on audio. ones that I just, I haven't gotten to yet. (laughs) They keep sending me good things to listen to, and I just, the list is getting so much longer month by month. But that's not a bad thing. That means you have like a little horde of books to listen to at some point in the near future. I have so many. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I, I have heard kind of mixed things about that. So I'm interested to read it now. If it was... Did you read the other books by them? No. No, it's going to be my first one. You might like it then, more than other people, because they had two other books, I think. And I didn't like Anonymous Girl as much as The Wife Between Us, but if I had to rank all three, it would be The Wife Between Us, You Are Not Alone, and then Anonymous Girl. Oh, so I didn't read too many of the less positive reviews. Is it more like people didn't think it was as good as their other work? Yeah. And then, like, there's, like, a division. So, like, if you liked Anonymous Girl, then you're probably not going to like The Wife Between Us. And if you like The Wife Between Us, you're probably not going to like The Anonymous Girl. So it's, like, divided on Instagram. <laughs> I had not seen that, so <laughs> I will have to keep that in mind, I guess. Pick which one I want to read more. Good luck. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you. You're very welcome. Um, and what have you been reading to start off the new year? Um, not a thriller. I didn't start the year with a thriller. I started it, or I finished The House in the Cerulean Sea, because I started it at the end of 2020, and then finished. It's really good. I really liked it. If you ever do a podcast for that, it would be a good one. All right, well, we'll bring (laughs) you on again. Again, I never promise. Terrible time. Never, nope, nope, and nope. Can, I never promised that I would that do one. it. I just said, it's a good, you know, <laughs> option for the future. Options. We love options. Mm. Um, and now I'm reading Crescent City, also by Sarah J. Mass. Yeah, Not I Moss. saw that. Um, that's another series, right? Or is mm-hmm. that a the first one? It's the yeah. first one in, this, in a new series. I'm excited. I haven't read, obviously, anything by her because it's all fairly fantasy driven mm-hmm. um or fantasy leaning i don't know words are hard <laughs> but uh so i'm excited i have watched lots of even before doing research on how to pronounce hers and her characters names today um i had seen a lot of instagram live type interviews with her and things like that so i like her from all of the interviews and stuff. So I'm excited to finally kind of dive into some of her work. That's good. Yeah. I haven't read her Throne of Glass. Yeah, Throne of Glass series, but I heard that one's really good too. Oh yeah, that that's another huge one that you just scroll and you see a lot of. So we'll see. Maybe that'll be next. Um, but I don't know if you can see it behind me. When... I needed to buy a copy of this book. I Nick was on his way home, basically, and was saying, I'm going to stop at Barnes & Noble. Uh, do you need me to pick up that book that you need? And I was like, yeah, that'd be great. This, this is it. It's a part of the series and blah, blah, blah. And so he bought me all four of the books. And <laughs> they're just right here on this shelf behind me. So I now have all four books, and hopefully I will just fly through them. What have I been reading? I am also... <laughs> starting the new year with finishing up all of my unfinished current reads from 2020 of which there are so many I don't think I realized that I had like five books going but I did you're reading five books at once well part of the problem is there's one that I just keep putting down (laughs) and haven't picked back up um yeah I it's fine uh so that one is friends and strangers by J. Court Sullivan, I think. Uh, J. Courtney Sullivan. 
I, I have a hard cover, so I have the dust cover taken off and it's on my bookshelf while I'm reading it. I don't remember what we were talking about. Took a quick break. Sorry. Uh, no, you're totally fine. I think we were just talking about um, uh, current reads that we kind of brought yeah. over from 2020. Yeah, so Friends and Strangers, kind of slow. It's fine, but I'll get through it eventually. It's one that I was sent, so I know I have to finish, but I was also sent it like a, half a year ago now. It's my bad. <laughs> That's okay. <laughs> at least you're reading it. You could just, like, not have read it at all. So I know. <laughs> it was a part of that big box that I got from Booksparks, like, okay. last summer. And so I have three left, including that one that I just I haven't read yet. But they're the three that sounded pretty slow. <laughs> so I, I kind of put them off, and then now I have three kind of slow-sounding books to get through. Nothing. So that's on me. I shouldn't have done that. But, <laughs> <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, yeah, that's about it. I finished my audiobook yesterday. I was listening to The Honest Enneagram, which was fun. I like, if I'm going to do uh, nonfiction, I like doing nonfiction on audio. It just seems to work better for me, I think. Um, so that was interesting. I made my husband take the Enneagram test so that I, I would know which chapter to hone in on as as his type. <laughs> That's about it. I haven't really been getting too much reading done the past couple weeks, honestly. Oops. I've been too busy, I've been too busy watching and rewatching Bridgerton. It's so good. Everyone's talking about that on Bookstagram. Right? Yeah, Instagram. all over. Um, have you watched Bridgerton yet I know you hadn't when we were talking about it like a week ago or something I'm trying to read before my classes start that's fair you're trying to be <laughs> responsible I highly recommend it it is very good isn't it's, it like a historical romance thing yeah it's so it's um I was describing it to some of my girlfriends and I don't know how you are with language, but I'm like, I'm going to cuss for a second here. Uh, but basically, as a joke mostly, but also it's kind of accurate, they were asking about it, and I said, yeah, oh yeah, no, it's Jane Austen, but she fucks. <laughs> and that's basically what it is. Like, it's just, it's oof. And the narrator is Julie Andrews, which is just so good for me. Uh, but... <laughs> But yeah, it's basically a young woman in the Regency time period uh, going out into society and trying to get married off and she meets a handsome duke and they fall in love because of course they do. Uh, but it's the whole season and there's this mystery person who's writing this basically gossip column but it's a little pamphlet that gets handed out like newspapers about the town and all of the young women out in society that season. <laughs> and it's, it's just very gossipy and it's very good for me. Um, <laughs> Nick and I binged the whole thing on New Year's Eve because we had to stay up till midnight anyway. So we just watched all of the episodes. I want to say it was eight it's, it's not a ton. Um, but how long are the episodes? Oh, God, I don't remember. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to make me feel guilty about watching them all in a day. <laughs> They're 20 minutes. They're very short. <laughs> They're not that. They're probably like 40 minutes. Uh, but it was good. We had to stay up till midnight anyway. Uh, so we, it, was, it was a good use of time. But anyway, so you haven't watched Bridgerton. Nope. Get on it. I know you're okay. not much of a TV person in general. Is there anything that you have been watching lately? Do you have, like, holiday movies that you were watching? Anything like that? I have Korean dramas I was watching. <laughs> Love that. <laughs> <laughs> would you like to know what they are? <laughs> yes, I would love that. <laughs> Sorry, I was waiting uh, <laughs> to see if there was, like, more to that story. <laughs> 
Um, um, let's see. One of them was Startup that Michelle, um, whose handle is Nurse Bookie, told me to watch mm. that I absolutely loved, but I hate the ending because I should have added more to it. Sure. Um, another one was Cinderella and the Four Knights. That one I really enjoyed. One of them, though, like one of the characters was super pathetic and I did not like her because she was so pathetic. Um, and then one of the characters in Cinderella and the Four Knights, why is it so dark? Um, also played in the le- recent one I watched, which was Record of Youth. That one was really good, too. But I didn't like her in that one. She wasn't a very nice person. <laughs> I liked her in the other one. <laughs> sure. Do you have to like all of the characters and really connect with them in order to get into a TV show? I know some people do and some people don't, so I was curious. I feel like I have to like the plot more than the characters because if the plot is boring then I probably won't watch it if I hate all the characters that's invoking a feeling so I mean yeah you do a good job (laughs) there you go (laughs) yeah I feel like I'm kind of in the middle there too where it's like both are important but if I like one I can deal with the other you know Mm -hmm. I, I agree plot is probably more important for I get the TV main shows. characters are, like, good, then I'm like, okay, like, if it's, like, a supporting yeah. character is not my favorite, you're adding, like, color <laughs> to the characters <laughs> I like. <laughs> right, you're just making me like these other characters more. Exactly! Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> yep. So, I've never ventured into the Korean dramas. Are they just very, like, soap drama type things? Like, soap opera? They used to be. So, like... My mom watches watched them, watches them. I think she still watches them quite a bit. And the older ones are like real soap opery, and I don't really like them because of that. The newer versions, like 2010 and after, I think, are kind of like American TV shows, like Grey's Anatomy, or like Station 19, mm. or I don't really know any other ones that aren't by Shonda Rhimes. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> yeah, so they're, they're kind of uh, like that. So they're not like <laughs> telenovela type of things or like soap opery, but they don't last for as long either. So you sure. only get one season, and there's like sixteen episodes of them. I like them. I think they're good. I mean, I'm biased because you know I'm Korean. So <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I um I always feel like I should watch Grey's Anatomy eventually. If only because it takes place in Seattle, doesn't it? And mm-hmm. so I'm like, yeah, hometown pride something? I don't know. <laughs> but when I was still living in Seattle, everyone would talk about it all the time. And especially I was working in a hospital when I was in Seattle. And so mm-hmm. everyone was like, Grey's Anatomy is the best. <laughs> that and, um, uh, oh gosh, now I'm not going to be able to think of the name of this show, Handmaid's Tale. I started a new job when I was in Seattle, like a couple years ago now. And the people I was going to be working with were like, hey, if you're going to be working up here and you want to be friendly with us, you need to watch Handmaid's Tale, basically. (laughs) So I did. Um, But anyway, yeah, Grey's Anatomy was all over the place. And I I always feel like I should watch it eventually, but I don't know like it. my thing. I, I, like, I've been watching it recently, but it's not my favorite as much anymore because of, like, the character. I don't want to, like, tell you because it'll ruin some of it. But, like, oh, something fine. happens. I, I kind of doubt that I will ever watch it. <laughs> okay, so, like, one of the characters leaves, and after, like, this person leaves, um, it kind of just is, like, an okay show. Like, I still like it and everything, but it's, uh better with everybody who was originally in the show (laughs) that happens a lot with tv shows they try and cover everything up and like cover all their bases when someone leaves but it just very rarely is it the same feeling after like a main cast member yeah i don't know and i think there's only like three i think there's three original characters still left on the show Oh, gosh. Out of, like, ten or yeah. more. So. <laughs> I was going to say, from all the posters, it's at least ten, like, mm-hmm. leads for a, an ensemble cast like that. Yeah. I don't Part of it, too, is 
those types of shows where there's just a million seasons are very intimidating to go back and be like, I'm going to watch this now. Like that one, um, Game of Thrones, I know, like, Nick and I know that we would enjoy. We know we would. All of our friends have watched it and say that we need to watch it. But it's so many episodes, and it's it takes so much convincing, I guess, to say, yep, I'm going to commit myself to nine seasons of this thing that I have not started, you know? It's easier to watch it, like, as it's coming out. It's, it's not quite as I like to rewatch shows, so I'm not the best person to ask that question. I will totally watch an eight-season show all in a week. I'm okay with that. <laughs> I don't mind if it's a rewatch. I think it's kind of like um, just buying a really thick book and being mm-hmm. like, yeah, I'm excited to read you eventually. It's, it's kind of where I'm at with those types of shows where it's like, I will probably maybe watch you at some point. <laughs> But it's intimidating to look at. Like you pull it up on the streaming service, and it's all of these seasons, and you're like, "Oh my gosh!" It's just it's I don't. My husband is like a big Game of Thrones person, and I don't have any interest in that show, and I don't understand why people like it so much. Lots of violence. It does seem very violent, which is not something that I. And love. naked people. A lot of violence with naked people. No thanks. <laughs> There are a few naked people in Bridgerton also. I sh- I yeah, really... but I bet it's not as bad as Game of Thrones. Like, every other scene, whenever I'm looking at his film, there's, like, a naked lady or a <laughs> naked guy, and I'm just like, what are you watching? <laughs> no, it's not quite that bad. There's a couple of scenes throughout the episodes, and then there's one episode where it's really bad because it's, like, <laughs> it's a honeymoon episode, and so there's uh-huh. lots of naked. But for the most part, it's it's pretty good. <laughs> I feel like it's still not as bad because, I mean, like, Game of Thrones, you see, like, a naked scene and then automatically switches to, like, a violent scene. I'm just like, what is going on? (laughs) (laughs) Or it's, like, inside of a tent, all naked people and warm, and then outside in the cold with the snow. I'm just like, what (laughs) happened between this? (laughs) (laughs) I don't understand. I don't don't watch that show. (laughs) Yeah. We'll see. <laughs> we'll see if I ever get into that one. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So, talked about what you're reading. And we talked about what we've been watching. You said thriller is the best genre for you, hands down. Do you mm-hmm. have any thrillers that you are just so excited that are coming out this year? The Wife Upstairs, which came out today. Yes. I'm really I haven't excited. read it yet, but it sounds really good. That's another one that um, I have on audio, and I've just been looking at it all month, and I'm like, I need to listen to you. I think I have it on audio, too, if it came from Libro. Yeah. It was one of theirs I, this month, I want to say. I think so. Maybe and then, um, Every Last Fear, I have that book. It comes out in March, and that one sounds really good, too. And then I think Riley Sager, Sager, Sager... Something, I don't, sorry for butchering your name. I'm very bad at pronouncing <laughs> names. There's a reason I made sure to look it up before this episode. Um, I think he has a new one coming out in the summer, which I'm excited for, even though the last book was not my favorite. And then I think Samantha Downing has a new one coming out. Mm-hmm. Somebody else does that I don't remember. But yeah, all the, like, the super big name authors are coming out with new books this year, and it's super exciting. Yeah. I mean, why not? Everyone was in quarantine. They were like, I know, right? Write everything. (laughs) (laughs) Write all of the things. Things really going crazy. Um, Yeah, I am very excited about the wife upstairs. It's funny. A lot of the people that joined my buddy read for Jane Eyre this month are doing it because they're like, I read the wife upstairs and I'm so excited about it. (laughs) And I feel like now I should read this because everyone's saying it's a retelling. Like, well... Whatever your reason. Come on in. <laughs> what retelling of Jane Eyre? When did you say Jane Eyre? Is it Jane, Jane Eyre or Jane Austen? Um, Jane Eyre. I haven't read it yet, so I'm not sure. Um, but it, I've heard just from reviews or like people talking about it, I've heard it being compared to Jane Eyre, being compared a little bit to Rebecca. Um, just lots of classics. I think that's going to be my next audio. 
is that one. You should wait and join a buddy read for it in February. Oh, is there one happening in February? Uh-huh. I feel uh-huh. like everyone's doing buddy reads for that one. I I know there's one this month too. I don't remember who's hosting mm-hmm. it. Um, I think uh, Brooke, about Brooke, a library of bookish in yes. her engagement group. She is having one for this month. That's right. I was like, I know it's someone that we know and that we like. Because mm-hmm. I, I have been seeing it in stories a lot. <laughs> but, yeah. Anyway. All right. Well, fine. I'll wait. You've convinced me to put it off another month. <laughs> I'm a good influencer. <laughs> Two books. <laughs> Two books. Well, that one I was going to read anyway. But I, I convinced you to wait. Anyway. <laughs> it's true. So, okay, but does that make you a good influencer or a bad influencer? A good one, duh. <laughs> <laughs> Wait a second. <laughs> Let's talk about this logistically here. <laughs> Wouldn't a good one be telling me, like, buy all the things, read all the things, do it now? <laughs> I'm a logical influencer. I'm oh. a good logical influencer. <laughs> I see. <laughs> oh, goodness gracious. Okay. Are there any other exciting new releases this year that aren't thrillers? I know you do read other genres as well, even though um, thrillers are your jam. Sarah J. Mass's new book in February, the fourth one of the Akotar series. <laughs> that one is coming out next month. Yeah. Um, the fourth I one think- that came out, I don't, I never remember the order of them. Is it like a... Like a novella, or yeah. So it's not really like part of the series. It's like a three point five book. Gotcha. It's a novella, and then I think Shelby Maherin Maherin. I don't know how to pronounce her name either. Um, her third book of the Serpent and Dove series is coming out this year. Oh yes. Um, Casey McQuiston. I am butchering yes, all one these last stop. Mm-hmm. Um, she has a new book I'm gonna leave it all in I'm just gonna let you suffer (laughs) Uh, (laughs) um let's see who else I think someone else is coming out with a new book as a romance reader I am so excited for one last stop I'm so sad though I don't remember if it was through the publisher or like a secondary uh PR company or something, someone was doing signups for an ARC tour of One Last Stop. And I was like, me, choose me. I would like to read this. And they never heard back. And now everyone's reading it. And I don't think they chose me. It was very sad. Uh, So before I go ahead and read the back cover for our next book and do all that jazz and start signing off, um... Wow, my brain literally just went completely blank. <laughs> you ever do that? Mid-sentence, it just like, nope, nothing. Nothing there. It's super annoying. I don't like it. That happened when I was doing an interview for my lab position, and I was just like, oh, crap, I had my sentence, and my sentence is gone. I'm looking like a weirdo. <laughs> There's nothing in my brain. <laughs> the little, like, hamster spinning on his wheel went for a coffee break or something <laughs> it's just it's gone I oh i think one of them was like a last now next like read yeah oh last of a cerulean sea mm-hmm. um now is crescent city and next read will be the wife upstairs nice if i don't change my mind <laughs> but wait if i thought you were telling me to put it off until next month you're gonna read it now because if I don't, and I have to wait, because we're doing a buddy read for um, Thrillers by the Book Club with Chelsea. Chelsea mm. and I chose that book for the next one. And if I don't read it this month, I won't read it at all. Because I forget. I don't know how many buddy reads I've forgotten because I haven't read them. So if I read them in advance, I can join in on the conversation. That's fair. If I don't, I won't end up reading it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. I sign up for, like, five to ten buddy reads, and I'm like, yeah, sure, I'll totally read this book with you. And the month comes and ends, and I'm like, yeah, I did not read I that I did book. not do that. I always <laughs> do that, too. I, I picked up this one for the buddy read we were going to do last month, and I picked it up, and I was so excited to read it. And then 
I got to about the 26th or so, like right after the holiday. And I was like, I have not read this yet. And then I noticed that the discussions never got made anyway. And so I was like, I am not going to read this. Because right <laughs> <laughs> normally I feel really guilty if I get to the day and I'm like, oh, I'm supposed to be leading this discussion. And I have no thoughts to put towards this because I did not read the book. And then I was like, I can get away with it this month. <laughs> so I just, I may, I may still read it this month. We'll see. I mean, that's, at least you're reading it. Yeah. I didn't read any holiday reads for December. So, you know. I didn't really read very many. I read holidays, but I think I read it in November. Uh, didn't it come out in November? No, it came I think out in so. October. Maybe. I don't yeah, because I read it early November and I didn't get it right away. Um, yeah, so I, I read that one, but I read it a month early <laughs> and then I read, I have two little kind of collections that I read every year or at least try to read every year around Christmas. Uh, one's a Jane Austen Christmas and one is like selected short stories and bits from larger books by Louise May Alcott that all take place around Christmas. And I try to reread those every year, and so I did read those. But other than that, yeah, I, I did really bad with reading of the holiday reads this year. I had so many on my list, and then I just I never <laughs> went and bought them. And my library here is still being difficult. So, do you read ebooks? Yeah. Have you ever both. used a Libby? Yes, but it never, my library never has the books available for it. What about Hoopla? I don't know what Hoopla is, but it's another another one you should try. Well, I'll check it out. Um, yeah, no, I've never tried that one. The library bias, the problem is it's so small. Mm -hmm. And you would think that it would be easy to have electronic copies of things. But they don't. No. <laughs> Okay, so I'm going to go in really quick and just read the back cover again for A Court of Thorns and Roses, Sarah J. Mass. Anyone watching on the YouTubes, because I'm an old lady and I say stuff like that, <laughs> um, <laughs> this is what my cover looks like. There are also stunning covers that are black and have women on the front. I have that one. Simple, Do you want to see it? I love that one. Yes. I would love that. Oh, it's so pretty. I think those covers are prettier, but my Barnes & Noble, I think, I want to say it only had the first book in that cover. And when you look on, like, Amazon, because these are the new versions, this mm -hmm. is the cover it automatically pulls up. Yep. And I didn't want to risk having, like, collecting more of the books and having them be different covers. Yep, eventually I need to invest in the new ones, but I don't want to right now because I like these. <laughs> they're so pretty. They're just, they're so much prettier just to they look are. at on your shelf. And especially, these are all different colors. Um, so again, I was, for anyone watching, I was pointing them out earlier over here, and you can see none of them are the same, like, neon orangey red cover. Uh, there's a blue one, and I think a purple one, and a gray one. And so I've been debating reorganizing my shelves by color, but then they'll all be in different places. Yeah, so those covers are better, but these are the ones I have. <laughs> um, and publisher for this is Bloomsbury. Original copyright year 2015, and then these paperback versions that I have, these were 2020, so just this last year. And this version that I have is 416 pages. And then just go ahead and read the back cover. It says, When 19-year-old Huntress... <laughs> what is this face that you're making to me? <laughs> I just saw movement. <laughs> I was getting ready for story time. Okay, settle in, children. Let's try this again. <laughs> uh, 
19-year-old huntress, Feyre, kills a wolf in the woods, a terrifying creature arrives to demand retribution. Dragged to a treacherous, magical land she knows about only from legends. Reading is so hard today, apparently. (laughs) Goodness. Feyre discovers that her captor is not truly a beast, but one of the lethal, immortal fairies who once ruled her world. At least, he's not a beast all the time. As she adapts to her new home, her feelings for the fairy, Tamlin, transform from icy hostility into a fiery passion that burns through every lie she's been told about the beautiful, dangerous world of the Fae. But something's not right in the fairylands. An ancient, wicked shadow is growing, and Feyre must find a way to stop it or doom Tamlin and his world forever. So dramatic. <laughs> dun, dun, dun! Dun, dun, dun! <laughs> I was flipping through it earlier when I was, like I said, hoping to start reading it this morning, and I didn't. Like a terrible reader. Um, and I love... One thing about fantasy books that I love, and I'm always jealous of when I don't read them very often, is the gorgeous maps that are always on the inside of the books. No, Thrillers don't have cool things like that either. Right? Romances either. They don't care enough. They're like, it's a place. Go on. (laughs) But I was looking at it, and I was like, I'm not going to know how to pronounce any of these things. And you just just make up your own pronunciations. That's what I do. Apparently they're wrong, but you know. Yeah, it's fine. But anyway, so that is that. Very excited. I'm going to, one way or another, even if I don't finish my other book this afternoon, which I'm hoping to do as soon as we hang up this call, uh, I will be starting this one tonight. Very excited. And we will be discussing next week. And that, again, will go up on Friday. So this episode right now is going to be the first episode of season two, which is super Yay! Exciting. Yay! First episode! Yeah! You're so special. I'm a special um, human being. <laughs> and so that will go up on Friday, and we are going to keep Fridays, even though the show's kind of shifting around a little bit. Um, I, d- I did have one of my friends ask when I was changing the logo. I am yeah. working on that. Uh, I am ordering it today. It just, time got away from me. So Also is, the, the description in the box, too. Yeah, I need to figure out what that's going to say. I don't know <laughs> yet. I'm going to make my husband write that, probably, and just be like, make me sound impressive. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, so that will all be getting updated, hopefully over the course of the next week or so. Uh, the profile picture might take a little bit longer or the logo, but we are going to be keeping things as much the same as we can, and again, just appreciate people's patience while I kind of figured everything out and took a break for the holidays. I needed the time to not focus on reading and kind of not feel guilty binge-watching a TV show with my husband, you know, and it, I needed a reset, and so that was was really nice. And before I start officially signing off the show, what would you like to plug? Like your social media and such. Uh, my handle, which I should know, is Traveling the Pages, which is the only handle you can find me at. Because that's all I have. Oh, oh, you could also do Thrillers by the Book Club. That one is run by Chelsea, and I help her. And we have a couple other admins. Highly recommend. Um, and then I don't remember, do you have a blog separately as well or no? Blogs are hard. They I are hard. I say I'm going to start one, but I haven't yet, so no. I don't really keep <laughs> up with mine very often. I haven't done a blog post that wasn't a review in, like, a year, so. I, like, I feel like that's the only thing I would put on a blog would be reviews or maybe, yeah. like, new releases of books. But yeah. that's it. And I do that already, so I don't want to do it again. Yeah. <laughs> That's about it. I'll probably start doing that, too, like a weekly. These are the books that I was given or that I read earlier or whatever that came out today. But I need to get back into the the actual blog posts. I just, they are. They're hard. They're a lot of work. They're so hard. <laughs> I, haven't done, I haven't done one in so long. Now, I've forgotten how. Uh, but anyway, so, <laughs> yes, and I will. 
I will have uh, all of her social media handles and everything in the description as well. So give her a follow. She's lovely. She's a Thanks. lovely little bookstagrammer. Uh, and again, she will be back next week as well. And then I should just... probably skim this book before our discussion. <laughs> <laughs> hey, um, they have it on Libro FM now. And just listen to the audio. Oh, yeah, I could do that. I, I could do that since that. I've already read that. Yeah, I was debating doing that, but it never sticks quite as well in my head for especially big, sweeping fantasy like I assume this is. I think I would have a hard time, so I have to actually... Yeah, for the first book, because, like, she builds a lot of, like, a lot of world building goes on for you to, like, know where everything is, and then all the action starts to happen, so it's, like, yeah, a little hard to keep track of for fantasy to start it on. Yeah, um, definitely fair. Anyway, so just to quickly wrap up the show itself, you can email me anytime at thesamepagepod at gmail.com. If you have any books you think I should read for the podcast, uh, any questions, collaboration requests, or if you've read any of our upcoming reads once we announce them and you have favorite parts or questions that you'd like us to include in our discussions, uh, definitely send us an email, leave a comment, let us know. I would really like for you guys to be a part of the conversations with us. And as for me specifically, separately from the blog, you can find me on Instagram at tackling underscore TBR or my blog that I was talking about not, keep, not keeping up with very well <laughs> uh, at tacklingtbr.home.blog. And for the podcast itself, you can find and connect with us on Instagram at the same page podcast, on Twitter at the same page pod. And find us on both Facebook and YouTube just by searching for the same page podcast. And then the last thing with this whole spiel that I'm always going to throw out here is if you are listening to the show and you like what you hear, I it would mean a lot to me personally, I suppose, but also to the show if you decided to subscribe, uh, leave a comment, excuse me, a positive rating and leaving your thoughts in a review. It just helps to get small shows introduced to more bookish folks. And it only takes a few minutes, but we'd really appreciate it. And with that being said, I think that's about it. I will go crack open this book and be ready to discuss next week.